Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are welcome to today's podcast. God bless you for tuning in today. We're going to be engaging God in a very great way today. And I really urge you to open up your heart. Father, I thank you for your spirit that moves upon your children. I thank you that you hear us when we call. I thank you for your manifest presence in that heart. I thank you for a deep understanding of your word and your truth. I thank you for revelation that comes forth to the glory of your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Today I want us to read about Elijah and what came upon him when an accursed person spoke against his life. Elijah was a mighty prophet of God. The Lord used him mightily. All the display of the kingdom of God through that man was remarkable. Remember, this is a man that never saw the grave. (laughs) We speak of a man who never went to the grave. Hallelujah. And this happened in our Bibles. Lord, we pray that we will see this days, Lord. Again, men who walk with you in such integrity that are not even subject to death. In Jesus' mighty name. So we see in chapter 19, after he had a mighty feat and defeated the prophets of Baal, and he now got a threat from Jezebel, the one who brought such devastating demonic worship into the land of Israel. While she was a mighty agent of darkness, to propagate the kingdom of darkness in Israel, a land that belonged to the Lord. There was Elijah, a man of God, called to establish the kingdom of God in Israel, to draw the hearts of the Israelites back to God, the God who took their fathers from Ur of the Chaldeans and established him and took him to a land, into a nation, a man who was just one man and God made out of him an entire nation and called that nation his, which is now a picture that the Lord calls us out and makes us a vessel through which he can establish many lives in him. God is using you right now. He calls you as one man, one woman, but the mighty move of his spirit through you will change generations, will change people around you. You just need to believe it and see that this is how the Lord works. He works by choosing a man who will follow him diligently, who will trust him through thick and thin. You know, many people lie to you that when you come to the Lord, you don't face any trials again. Nothing like that is true. You face trials. Scripture says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the different thing about all of this is that the Lord delivers you from them all. And we'll see a story of a man who was mightily used of the Lord. And because there was such a force of darkness, this woman Jezebel had moved so powerfully in the demonic. She had inherited this demonic worship from her fathers. And so she came with a mission from the devil to infiltrate a nation set apart for God. 
And so forces came against Elijah for upholding the Lord's kingdom and the worship of God in Israel. In 1 Kings 19, it says that Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Because after Elijah has displayed the power of God, just like God is calling you to display his power in your workplace, in your sphere of influence. He went ahead to literally kill these prophets, and they were Jezebel's prophets. So I wanted to hear this. This was a common curse in that day. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. That was a dangerous curse. When somebody would come out with a curse like that, you would be shaking in your boots, like very scared. It was the same kind of curse. If you read um, 1 Kings chapter 20, you see that the king of Syria had also sent such a curse to the king of Israel. It was a curse that evoked demonic attack upon somebody. And once somebody said such words to you, the kingdom of darkness has been unleashed on you. I want you to see a man who was very triumphant on Mount Carmel, all of a sudden, in verse 3, and when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree, and he prayed that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. So this kind of curses come with wanting to literally kill you because somebody is saying that if they don't kill you, basically... Let them be dead. They are making that kind of covenant. So it's like it's either you die or they die. And this was a very common curse. And it exists in a lot of families up till now. So when you see a lot of demonic tendencies towards wanting to kill somebody or wanting to commit suicide, because right here, Elijah was done with life. He would rather just die. And that's the spirit behind these curses. And sometimes it's not even said to your hearing, right? It's covenants that your bloodline have engaged in. And you wonder why you're having these tendencies in your life. It's something that has been evoked in the bloodline and it chases down. So even when one is with the Lord and doing this kind of mighty exploits, these forces can come at you. I do not know a person in this life presently who has been used mightily like Elijah. I am yet to see a man who will call down fire from heaven upon an altar of water, flowing with water. I am yet to see that. I'm yet to see a man who would raise the dead in recent times. Just remarkable. And you will wonder why the spirits will come at him this way. What do you do when such a thing comes at you? 
When you're having this tendency to no longer want to be alive or want to commit suicide or when you feel like you're done, because he said things like, oh, I'm not, I am no better than my ancestors. So you see that he is looking at himself in the lineage because this is something that the enemy can come at you through the bloodline. He's seeing that, okay, this is how my ancestors were and I am not better than them. He doesn't see that he has been set apart by the Lord, that he is such a mighty vessel for choosing the Lord and being a, a prophet of God. He is definitely different from his ancestors. He is in the lineage of God. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. So I love that the Lord always would minister when you have a conversation, if you are dealing with suicide or you have this tendency to just no longer want to be here, sometimes, you know, an infirmity will come upon you just to get rid of you. It's a curse in the bloodline. And you will start feeling this depressive spirit upon you. It's not ordinary. It's not okay. The Lord can deliver you from it. The Lord wants to deliver you from it. And he's sending his angel right now to strengthen you. Because angels are ministering spirit that are sent, into, sent to the lives of those, the sons of God who are to inherit salvation. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I believe you are one of that son and that daughter. And so I see them ministering to you right now. They are strengthening you. After the angel strengthened him, what did he do? He ate, he drank, and then he embarked on a 40-day fast, just like Jesus, just like Moses. So this is a key to set yourself free from attacks of the enemy. You go on a fast. You consecrate yourself unto the Lord. You break free from the demonic ties trying to feed you towards death. You begin to feed yourself of the supernatural. And I also want to say that sometimes, even if you're not aware of these curses being said at you directly, like Elijah literally received a messenger coming with a curse. I want you to also know that some messengers come with a curse. And it might not be physical people. It might be curses that are imposed into materials, physical substances. It's so interesting. We we're talking about this earlier in our Bible study. About objects that are devoted to the satanic kingdom. Or objects that we inherit from our, our family lineage. Most of these curses are attached to it. So, are attached to these objects. This Objects are abominable things, and they carry curses. They are the messengers that many of us receive into our homes today. And if you read in Deuteronomy 7, verse 26, it says, Nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. So I want you to notice here that nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. So this abominable thing is doomed to destruction. Remember, Jezebel said 
that if he doesn't die, she would die. So Jezebel on her own, she's already destined to the dark world and she has positioned herself for death. So it's either the messenger brings that death to you or that thing follows the, the, the condemnation that comes from God. So you don't want that messenger in your home. You don't want to treasure it. You don't want the spirits behind that messenger lingering in your home. And remember, they are infested with the demonic because covenants have been made through them. Covenants have been made upon them. You don't know what the uh, symbolisms are. You don't know the years of engaging in demonic worship that, that that group of people or your ancestors were involved in when they owned that accursed thing. So either way, it is doomed to destruction. And the Lord is saying that you should detest it or if you bring it to your house, you will end up like it because its sentence is destruction. Its message is destruction. All that is good for is destruction. You have no business having it in you. And the Lord instructed that you shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, like completely, totally. You should not have any attachments to it. So when you begin to have emotional attachment to things that you know deep within you, they are not of the Lord, and you begin to find excuses to keep them, oh, I inherited it from this person, or oh, they are so beautiful, or oh, they have so much monetary value, or oh, they can be a blessing to somebody else. Like when you begin to have all these excuses, it is the voices within the messenger trying to retain itself in your life so that they can fully complete their work. And that's why sometimes eventually you see people commit suicide, you know, or as they continue to walk with the Lord, it's a constant battle. The Lord is asking you to put away the accursed thing because what it brings upon you is strong and it is violent. I advise you today that as you listen to this word, you will take some time and go before the Lord and declare a fast so that you can be cleared out. You, you will clearly have direction to understand deeper. As you fast, ask the Lord to break you free from every attachment, from any accursed thing. And if you literally know of a curse in your bloodline, I would encourage you to go into the courts of heaven and begin to repent that your bloodline came into those agreements and begin to separate yourself from it and begin to ask the Lord to transform you and bring you into the bloodline of Jesus. I want you to understand that that's why Jesus Christ gave you his body and his blood. These are things that transform your life in the spirit. It is a spiritual thing you're doing. And even though it does not make sense in the natural, it has a mighty purpose because when the blood of Jesus is upon your life, the spirit of death will cross over from you. That is how the Israelites were delivered when the spirit of death went about killing the firstborn children of every home without the blood on it. Today, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thrust you into the hands of the one 
Who has paid the price for your redemption, for your salvation, that in the mighty name of Jesus, you will take your life seriously? You will understand your part in this kingdom, in the kingdom of God that you are called to stand in your workplace, in all the places that God has placed you. You are to stand and to confront the kingdom of darkness in the spirit. To see that when you get such victory and you see people coming to the Lord and people coming to you and asking you about Jesus, people coming to you and want to understand that spiritual book you're reading about, and you begin to share about Jesus and you begin to pray over them, that when you start doing those things, you are establishing God's kingdom. And even if a terrible thing comes on you, like a huge depression or a huge desire to want to end your life or just not being content with living alone, or just wanting to run away and leave everything. I want you to understand that there's an accursed thing that is coming after you either in your home or within the bloodline and that you should begin to turn to the Lord immediately and pronounce a fast and ask the Lord to deliver you because that was what happened with Elijah. And when you fast, separate yourself. Elijah was in the cave, and he spent the time with the Lord. In that place, he will say, the word of the Lord came to him, and the Lord said to him, you know, what are you doing here, Elijah? And there's this whole conversation that Elijah kept having with the Lord, and finally he was restored. So in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that the Lord will deliver you from every attacks of the enemy that every fear of the demonic is broken off of you right now. That that torment you're going through and that feeling of wanting to run away or wanting to end it all. In the mighty name of Jesus, as I speak this word over you, break out. Break out and be the woman and the man that the Lord has called you. In Jesus' name, I see that spirit man rising from the ashes and I see those demonic strongholds breaking off of you. I command them break off break off of this daughter of zion right now in the mighty name of jesus i clothe you in the garments of the father the son and the holy spirit the covering of the father and the son and the holy spirit i say that they define you that they uphold you in the mighty name of jesus father i ask that out of your kingdom realm that you begin to release angels lord that will minister to that one listening right now that they will understand that they are made for a kingdom and that they will call on the holiness of God and that they will enter in into your kingdom realm and begin to engage with you and have conversations with you. Give them the grace to fast, to wait on you. Give them the understanding that comes from you and not from man. Give them, Lord, the desire to read your word and to receive revelation from your word. Give them the strength to live in obedience to what you say to them. Lord, separate them from the attachments that the enemy want to place within them to hold onto these things that are accursed. Lord, break them free. Help them to know that nothing else matters but Jesus. Take everything away, but give me Jesus. Help them to know that you're all that matters and you're all that they will ever need. You are the enough one. You are the almighty. You are the sufficient one. Lord, I ask that the deeper revelation of their call and all that they have in you be made available to them, Lord, that they will know that they lose nothing. Rather, they gain your kingdom. They gain everything that you have 
designed for us as sons of God to have. And I thank you, Lord, because they will live and not die. That every curse that has been released upon their life will return back to the sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you because you are warring on their behalf right now. Lord, whatever infirmity that has been released upon them to send them to an early grave, Lord, we rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you will arise and rebuke every curse and every infirmity unleashed upon your children right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will understand that what is going on is just not natural and instead of seeking natural and physical ways they will just step into you just like Elijah went into the cave that they will go into the secret place and have that time with you Lord there is washing Lord wash them as they spend time with you oh Lord there is cleansing by the blood cleanse them Lord yes God there is you renewer in the name of Jesus renew them Lord in the mighty name of Jesus I see a mighty vessel emerge in the power of the Holy Spirit in the spirit of Elijah I thank you because these are the days that we see the truth that we read about become our daily experiences. I thank you for the many brothers and sisters that I'll be having conversations with in the near future of how you broke them free, of how you liberated them, and how you used them mightily like you did Elijah. Thank you, Father, because you have done it, and we give you praise.